time for the Empire Hockey Podcast. We've, we've been live on YouTube for a few minutes, so that might have been awkward for the people who are watching there, but that doesn't matter because we have Bill, uh, owner of the Washington uh, Capitals, with us. Bill, hello. Hello. And we have Ryan Alexson, the owner of the recently eliminated Buffalo Sabres, uh, joining the pod. And uh, I know it's a tough time for you and your franchise, but Alexson, thanks for coming on. Thanks. We're currently uh, seeking tea time. So any any tips, any course of the play, let us know. Right, well, I'll ask Alexson for the, the golf playing tips because I want to play some golf too. But that's not the point. My team's still in the second yoffs along with Phil's. So a couple of folks that are probably not the best to be talking about being good at fantasy hockey right now, but that's okay, Bill and Ryan, because we run this podcast. And uh, Bill, what do we have going today? Um, as from a hockey standpoint, there's, there's kind of a lot going on because there was the real life trading deadline and we now have locked ourselves into the final, uh, four matchups. This is true. We'll go all over all of that. Uh, let's start with, uh, you want to start with players of the week, Bill? We can do that. I've, I mean, if Jordan Bennington wants to get recommended or mentioned, this is the time to mention Jordan Bennington, even though I think Sharts is long eliminated. He was the best fantasy producer. Uh, from a point standpoint last week, I believe. He was. Well, let's take a look at oh, – this is not everyone, so well, this won't happen. Ha- how about um, – He was, yeah. You're, ha- you're staring at the same thing I am. Okay. Well, how about Detroit um, getting 25 points out of Rupe Hints and uh, um, either – I don't know who he played in goal, but 21 from Hudobin or 20 and three quarters from Saros. That's, there you go. That helps Detroit. Have your choice. Well, he's moving on for a reason. Or moving on or, yes, moving on. He had to move on. Because yeah, there's no way he was going watch for my end. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, Alexan. Uh, for that. But that's what I mean. It's just one of those it has to figure type things, if you know what I mean, where like, you know, right. okay, if you get beat, you get beat. But okay, Rupe Hints is, the, you know. 25 i'm not saying rupe hints can't be a productive you know player but yikes it's almost like fate is against you at that point well rupe hines while he was good he was not one of the forwards of the week bill well he was up there yeah he was fifth and we're talking about players of the week bill's trying to hijack the pot already i love it what you can't Uh, have five forwards of the week we're having three we've always look at look read the gritty gazette bill I do. Okay. It's, it's it's appointment reading. It's time for the forwards of the week. And I'm coming in at number three is Patrice Bergeron <laughs> of the In Real Life Boston Bruins. Uh, Bergeron plays for the Empire Hockey Association, Tampa Bay Lightning, who are also in the non-Yoff, double Yoffs for teams that did not make it. Yeah, also the, for him. the highest uh, – was he the highest or was it – no, it was Canucks. Never mind. So Tampa, though, put up 179. Jeez, yeah, that's a lot. A lot to not be in the regular playoffs. Uh, Brad Marchand, number two, also in real life Boston, but he plays for the Philadelphia Flyers in the Empire Hockey Association who are playing this week against the number one seed, Chicago uh, Blackhawks, 27.5 points for Marchand, and then the top – Forward of the week, plays for In Real Life Toronto, and in the Empire Hockey, plays for the Yets, the Winnipeg Jets. Austin Matthews, 29.75 points, is 9.92 per game, six goals on the week. 
so solid all the way around for those uh, guys. They used to be in the same division, not this year, of course, with the uh, COVID-related alignment of the league. Any thoughts on the forwards of the week, uh, Laxon or Bell? They have the list no was thought. great. This was a great list. None I agree. Guys, but they did great. <laughs> top three, de- top three defensemen. Bill's just laughing. Uh, top three defensemen, and I would not have guessed one of them uh, from the in real life Islanders. Ryan uh, Pollock, fifteen point seven five. Bill. Yeah, he, he did some offensive things. He did, which is sort of uncharacteristic for him. Yeah. Number two is Adam Fox, who continues to do this type of thing. Sixteen point two five. A modest one goal and three assists in four games, so he's cooled off considerably. But that was a joke. It's, he's still a point per game defenseman, which is pretty solid. And number one is Chris Letang, sixteen and a half points per game for Pittsburgh. He continues to go uh, run rampant here in the second half of the in real life season. Unfortunately for somebody, actually not unfortunately, he's playing for the Jets in the postseason. So you see a lot of playoff players here going right now, Bill. Philly and Winnipeg having some of those top guys who are in the actual offs. That probably speaks to their success, maybe potential success here. Well, and, and Kale McCarr, I know we're only fr- it's frowned upon. We're only allowed to do three defensemen of the week. <laughs> but if we were to go into honorable mention, McCarr had 15 and a quarter and uh, Rasmus Ristolainen had 15 and a quarter too. So, and those are helping two playoff teams because McCarr and Latang are both on the Jets. So that's helping Winnipeg. Not to mention, Bill, the number six defenseman of the week, Brian Dumoulin. Yes. For also the Canucks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wow. Love it. Given the spread in the hut, we're spreading the love. Yeah. Bill's going to make a great parent because all his kids are going to get trophies for being the sixth best kid or whatever. You're assuming I get to have a kid (laughs) one day. You do. Yeah. All right. Top three goalies of the week, Bill. Your boy, Vitek Vanasek. Uh, 26 points, 26 and a half points, third best goalie. I do want to make a declarative too. I figured now is the time. He's been in my minors the entire season, but I have activated him for the second round of Yoffs too. So we're making wow. we're going all we're going all in here um, for Washington because <laughs> I figure now is the best time as any to activate the best player on my team from my minors. V Tech activate. <laughs> well, Carey Price is also injured, right? Yes, he got dinged up in some way they think he may or may not come back and Eunice Corpusalo is now to the point where I'm going to not keep him and someone will pick him up next year and he'll be like a six point a game goalie for them next year so that's just sort of how it is at this point for the capital goaltending situation so I'm just honored to have Vanacek in the starting lineup this week nice well yeah in a related move uh Keith Primo's son uh was called up by Montreal Caden Primo to the, I believe the taxi squad. Yes, because of price. Yes, because of price. Right. So, Caden yeah. Primo went to, uh, I want to say Northeastern. Yeah. That sounds right. Mm hmm. Uh, left after, I believe, his sophomore year. Maybe, maybe his junior year. I'm not, don't quote me on that, but he is the, I, hopefully, that for me personally, owner of. Caden Primo in Empire Hockey Association, the next Montreal goaltender 
although he does have some competition, as you would expect, uh, going forward. So we have that, Bill. Um, finish the goalies of the week. I know Bill made his awesome, you know, proclaimant that VTech's going to play. We love that. We love when good players play. They don't get their uh, service time uh, held in check by the ownership. Uh, Connor Hallibuck is the number two goalie of the week, 27 and a half points per game. And then Jordan uh, Bennington, as Bill mentioned, 30.25 points per game, the top overall scorer and the top goalie of the week. All but getting sharts into the, uh, the Yoss two tournament. That sounded dirty, but was accurate. Okay. We move on to, let's get to the, let's get to the matchups before we talk about trade deadline, Bill. Let's do it. So our number one seed and, uh, Carrying a bye into the second round was the Chicago Blackhawks at 32-2. and two. They will take on the aforementioned Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, Philadelphia in the regular season finished 10th. They are the lowest remaining seed. Thus, they take on Chicago 20-13 and 13 on the regular year. They had a great playoff matchup, though, right, Bill? They rolled Houston. Um, Jelly got beat by 50 points in that matchup. Um, kind of fascinating that two Washington Capitol former goalies were the matchup in that fantasy matchup because Varlamov, former real-life and EHA Capitol goalie, got 16 for Philly. And Grubauer, who's been like – we remember we'd been talking about as one of the best goalies in the league all year – pulled a negative eight and a half for Houston in goal this week. So there was a 24 point swing, just in goal. Um, but you mentioned Pulak already and you mentioned Marshawn and those are two of the big point producers for the flyers this week. So flyers, uh, not the, not the matchup you want, but you don't have much of a choice here. Taking on Chicago, a team that was sitting, sitting last week. Uh, Alexan, you've had the buy before, if I remember correctly, first year, no, we didn't have buys the first year. But you've had playoff success. What, what does it take to, to win the playoffs in the, in the Empire Hockey Association? The biggest thing is to stay healthy. Uh, and obviously this year, the additional uh, element of COVID. Also, you know, you need a healthy lineup. You know, I think in the mm-hmm. chat, you mostly hear Quebec. Um, he really hit a, a snag there with, I think he had maybe four players on Vancouver and Marcus Foligno go down and all before the first round. Right. Uh, health and good goaltending is the key. Like regular playoffs. I love playoffs that. Is I love just that. as important. I will bring up the counterpoint to that, though, briefly. Um, I have been incredibly healthy all year. I think I've only had max two guys on the IR all year. Um, I have also had terrible goaltending. Um, so I'm the complete opposite of that strategy. I've been healthy all year long. My team just sucks. So uh, you have to have some semblance of good on your team and a fusion of health, like Ryan said. Love that. Point production okay. is good. Yes, yes. Scoring, scoring points is good. Flyers-Hawks, the first matchup. Second matchup is a matchup of fellow Buffalonians, right? Is that right, Alexa? Buffaloans? Buffalonians? I thought it was Buffalonians. Buffalonians. That's what, I, is that, that's what I said. Yeah, that's what you said. Oh, sweet. All right. Uh, we have Justin and uh, uh, Josh who are playing here. Red Wings against uh, Canadians. Uh, this is, is going to be a bloodbath, right? Both these teams are playing well. 
and hopefully Canadians have all their guys back from Vancouver. Yeah, Detroit, well, Detroit went in with momentum into the postseason. Remember, they were kind of rolling pretty significantly. Uh, former, row, Was- yeah. former Washington Capital Darnell Nurse helping solidify the defense on that team, too. Um, I think Zaka got him like 19 points this past week, too. So that was big. Um, but uh, Canadiens, too, um, had 150 or so on the bye last week. Um, uh, the thing that's interesting, I don't remember who Montreal is going with in goal. I think he had Cal, Cal Peterson, maybe. I don't remember. No, he's got Cal Peterson in the goalie starting slot. Yeah, so that's interesting. It's still the clock, so you can, you can assume that's accurate. Yeah. Peterson's been good. I mean, the other two don't have consistent playing time, so I guess I can see it. Yeah, just Peterson had a rough week this past week. Oh, I see. Okay. We still put a big number, so hope, he hopes that that stays that way. Uh, that's the overall the number three uh, based on totally on record, not with divisions. Number three team in the league, Detroit, and the number seven team, Montreal, uh, separated by just six points. I know they're not uh, in the same division, but uh, that should be a very good matchup there in our second to grouping. Our third matchup of the four, we have Vancouver and Winnipeg. This yeah. is kind of a you know Canadian matchup here, uh, all the way around. You got you know a couple of our, our obviously original owners. We haven't lost too many owners. I don't know why I said that, but uh, yeah, you got two guys that have been in the league the whole time and uh, put some successful teams on the ice. Both Vancouver at twenty-one and twelve in the regular season. And uh, Winnipeg Jets would have been the talk of the town at 28 and five, if not for, of course, for Chicago. Yeah, two really good teams. Yeah, I mean, Winnipeg, obviously, they had to buy last week uh, with uh, Vancouver needing to win to get in, but they. Well, Vancouver was the highest point producing team last week. They beat Quebec by 80. Um, put up 191 points. Dreisaitl, March, so Pavelski, Fiala, Smith, Robertson all had like at least 12 points, if I remember right. So Miles Wood, like, I mean, um, Dumoulin, I mean, they, they just were getting points left and right. And so um, that being said, though, Winnipeg is, you know, Winnipeg has Matthews, um, you know, Latang, McCarr, the defense is pretty darn good. Um, should be a good matchup. Taylor Hall, we, we will get to the trades eventually, but Winnipeg is on Taylor, or Taylor Hall is on Winnipeg. <laughs> and so, he also has Anthony Mantha. Wow. Another, yeah, another trade acquisition. Part of all the trades. All right, yeah. last matchup is a pair of former RPI club hockey players. We have Rusty and Bruce. That's the Penguins hosting the Anaheim Ducks, who now have a new television show on their side. Uh, you know, that could add a little bit to the matchup here, but, uh, you know, Alexan could speak to this because he played with these guys, but, uh, you know, club hockey's obviously a pretty fun organization and they've had, uh, you know, you create a lot of camaraderie with the guys that come through there. Yeah, absolutely. Both these guys were in my graduating class. Uh, Rusty was my roommate. He actually stopped by last weekend on his move to Ohio. Oh, sweet. 
stop by for lunch. Um, maybe that will give them some good luck uh, the rest of the way through. Bruce did not stop by, stop by for lunch anytime recently. Uh, he hasn't left California. No, no. As far as Too I much know. in and out. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good matchup of guys we know, as, as we say. Um, but someone's got to lose it. That's unfortunate. Uh, Bruce was the defunct, uh, de facto champion uh, last year, winning the regular season and not having really a playoffs. And we have Alexan here. Uh, so if your last chance, I believe, for another uh, club hockey guy to take home the uh, title is relying on Rusty here. Pretty much, yeah, just – a new RPI champion. Rusty's our, our last hope here. Unfortunately, he still has, uh, well, he has Jonas Johansson yeah. in the goalie slot, which has me very worried for him just yeah. you know, in general. But well, and, and he had the Freddie Anderson fortunate. is injured. Uh, he doesn't really have many other options. But. Well, Swayman is alternating there in Boston, right? Is he like yeah. the timeshare guy right now? Cause they're all hurt. I think Swayman did play. He uh, did this weekend. Well, yeah, good... I don't. I don't think he was the. Yeah, I mean, he's the whoever the guy games. was. Well, the guy that Boston played last night, they gave up eight to Washington. Was not Swayman. I remember that much. So, um, maybe it's swaying towards Swayman in Boston for the week. I don't know. Yeah, maybe that was my minors goalie Vladar. Yeah, Vladar is who they played last night, and it was just not good. That's that's good. Good scouting uh, report of my my minors players well no 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 he Vladar had been playing well it's just it was one of the last night wasn't that the caps are that much better than the Bruins 8-1 it was just last night was just it blew up on them sort of but Johansson is coming off a shutout he shut out the Ducks last week so that's kind of fascinating because Grubauer remember go figure Grubauer was like negative eight for for Jelly in a loss last week and Johansson had 21 points in a win (laughs) Here oh yeah, he, they, they put him against the Ducks both games. He went fourteen point seven five and then eight point two five. You know, I, I, maybe it makes a difference about what the team quality is playing in front of you as a goaltender. Right, getting out of Buffalo you know, in this as case. Sabers, you know, he had a good game and then a negative three point two five, and you know, back and <laughs> forth. Uh, all right, maybe maybe Rusty's on to something there, Johansson. Well, but perhaps picked up out of necessity simply because I think he had had uh, the other backup, Colorado's other backup, whoever that had been, um, whose name is already escaping me. The guy that, the guy that was um, in the playoffs. Yeah, Frank Coos. Yeah, and they were like, we can't play you anymore. And so they went and got Johansson and, you know, go figure. So, yeah. And with Anderson Hurt, he doesn't have any other options. Yeah, it's kind of ironic because on Bruce's roster, he has plenty of options at goalie. So it's like, like yeah. 180. <laughs> all right, that, that's the matchup. So I think we've gone over them pretty extensively here. We'll watch them all week. Uh, it's exciting. I think, I think, we, were, I think we were boring Perry there because Perry's like, are these guys done talking? Like, can we go on? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I was definitely, I was enthralled. I just wanted to, we got to keep this thing moving. Okay, I'll shut up. Perry, let's talk about his toss matchup. I don't. I don't actually want to talk about. There's no matchups yet either. So uh, we're still in the uh, <laughs> the 14 teams uh, just duking it out against each other for a top uh, 
top spot there. Okay, so um, top eight there. Um, where are we? Oh, yeah, let's go to the trades, Bill. Okay. I'll mention a trade, and you just give me your gut reaction. I'll listen to All right, here we go. Let's start with April 9th, because I don't want to go back any further than that. Uh, Maple Leafs get Riley Nash from the Blue Jackets for a seventh-round pick in 2022 bill do you care no alexan um no i don't really either okay done uh avalanche get patrick namath from the red wings for a fourth round pick in 2022 uh alexan do you care about patrick namath Namath on my team for like three weeks two years ago and Uh, so so did i yeah that's all i gotta say about namath Bill? He's on the Penguins who are in the playoffs. I love that about you. Okay. Panthers receive Brandon Montour from the Buffalo Sabres for a third-round pick. Bill? Huge for the EHA Capitals. Uh, Montour has been on the Capitals all year long and uh, has been sort of switched between reserve and active. Uh, He's active now, and he's going to help try to push them into Yoss, too. I love that. Uh, Alexan, this is your R I R L Sabers. Yeah, I think uh, I think hopefully he'll get you know a little more stability and uh, point production for Bill here coming up in the next couple of weeks. Alexan's not all concerned about the actual Sabers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guarantee you, two Montours that type of guy that I'll probably not. I just I almost didn't keep him this year, which I certainly shouldn't have kept him. Um, but uh, I won't keep him next year, and he'll go somewhere else, and he'll do great. All right. The Sharks trade Devin Dubnik to the Avalanche for Greg Patteron and a 2021 fifth-round pick. Start with Bill. Well, I guess that is somewhat concerning that why would the – if they Avalanche already traded for Johansson and they just played him twice last week and they have Grubauer and now they have Devin Dubnik, that's a lot of goalies. What? <laughs> no, it's true. I was, I was loving it. Like, what? A, why would they have a lot of goalies now in Colorado? Which could be bad news for the fantasy matchup we just talked about. I don't know. Yeah. How about all these guys are former Wild within the last <laughs> like year and a half? Also true. Pattern got traded to Colorado this year, and Dubnik got traded anyway. I think it might have been a free agent. Anyway, next trade, starting with. Uh, Alexan, Lightning receive David Savard and Brian Lashoff. Blue Jackets get a 2021 first-round pick from Tampa and a 2022 third-round pick from Tampa, and the Red Wings get a 2021 fourth-round pick. Now, Lashoff is from, I believe, Troy, New York, or some, or thereabouts. I'll find that out. But reaction to the trade? You know, it's it's nice to see a three-team trade and I think there is more than one at this trade deadline. Uh, and it's pretty much just, you know, teams with a lot of cap space helping other teams out and just, hey, give me a pick and uh, we'll eat a, a million dollars or $2 million. Uh, but, you know, smart on the lightning, you know, building up, you know, reserve defensemen because, right. you know, it's never a bad thing to, you know, have some veterans in the, I guess, would be on the taxi squad to be called up in case of any injury going forward. Bill? When I saw Savard in the slack had been traded, I just, and it was that 
tweet or just text of Savard. I thought somehow that like 43 year old Mark Savard was still in the league. Somehow I've never in my life heard of David Savard. All right. And lash off is from East Greenbush. That's exactly where Lexan lives. Wow. <laughs> I'll hit him up. Hit up flash off some playoff tickets. Okay. Isn't there Lashoff. a coach named Blash off? That's different. Lash off. Sorry. Oh, Lash off. Okay. Brian Lashoff, I saw him running the stairs at, at the RPI's athletic facility once. And I said, you look familiar. And he said, yes, I'm Brian Lashoff. And I said, mm, that's who it is. That's not exactly how the conversation went. But in my head, that's how it went. All right, next trade, Bill. Yeah. The New Jersey Devils receive Jonas Siegelflother for... <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And the Capitals get a 21 20, conditional third round pick. Uh, my thought on it is it's, uh, you know, he's a good depth defenseman. He's young. He's controllable. He'll, he's actually a good acquisition, I think, for New Jersey because the Caps had too many defensemen, which is a weird problem to have. Um, but my recollection now of Siegenthaler is that I decided not to keep him on my fantasy team in the offseason. How many times do I keep saying this? Um, but then he got picked in like the first round of the minor league draft. Like I was like, oh man, I would have totally tried to trade him or do get some value for him. But whoever, I don't remember who claimed him, but somebody drafted him in the first round after I just chose not to keep him. So that's uh, probably what, Phoenix. Yeah, might have been. I don't remember. So All right. Any, Alexa, do you care about that trade? Probably not. Singapore is fun to say. <laughs> good, good. Alexan, Canadians get John Merrill from the Red Wings for Hayden uh, Ver- uh, Verbeek and uh, 2021 fifth round pick. So when I saw this, is Hayden Pat's son? Has to be, right? <sighs> Has to be, yeah. Let's just, I'll confirm, but yeah, go on thinking that he is. Well, seeing that Hayden is going to the Red Wings where his dad played and, you know, won some cups, I think that's pretty cool. And then uh, John Merrill heading to the Canadians who should be in the playoffs. So it'll be tough whatever matchup they get first round, but good for him. It's big for the EHA Golden Seals too. All right, well, I'm having an awful time looking this up. So we'll move on to the next trade, which is Nick Felino and Stefan Noizen to the Maple Leafs for 2020 run first round pick of oh, Jackets get 2020 run, 20 run uh, first round pick from Toronto and a 2022 fourth round pick from Toronto. Sharks get a 2021 fourth round pick from Toronto. <laughs> so Jackets get a first rounder. And a fourth, and the Sharks do just a fourth, and the Leafs get Felino and uh, Nozen. Bill, I think my second favorite tweet I saw all day was that somebody had tweeted out that um, Tortorella had already benched the first round pick he got in the trade. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go with that. <laughs> That's good analysis. Alexa, yeah. uh, it'll be weird seeing Felino in Toronto because I feel like he's been, you know, a staple yeah. for the Blue Jackets for so long. That but it'll be, it'll be fun. He's a good guy to root for. I think it'll be fun to see him make a playoff run. All right, Alexa, you start first here on this very amazing deal. Former 
Minnesota Golden Gopher Mike Riley goes to the Bruins. Senators get a 2022 third-round pick. Why should I care about Mike Riley as a Bruin? It's a good question. Okay. Bill, <laughs> I'll ask you the same question. I don't know who Mike Riley is. All right, next trade. But he got a third-round pick. Yeah, hmm. not bad. He's a, he's a young D-man. Good skater. Uh, not very physical. He's on the Canucks in EHA. I wish he was on my team. Yep, he's cheap. He's a million dollars. Maple Leafs get David Big Save Dave Riddick. Flames get 2022 third-round pick. Bill. If David Riddick can get a third-round pick, then I might get a sixth if I was traded to a team. I agree I with know. that. Alexan, yeah. your quick reaction. We're going to fly through these until we get to the cool ones. I think, uh, I don't know, you love David Riddick so much because you tried to trade him, like, all, I think, last year. He was hot. He was big save Dave last year. He was good. Yeah. So, it, it makes sense. Freddie Anderson's injured, so might as well add a little depth behind Campbell, even though Campbell's playing very well. Awesome. Uh, Brayton Coburn to the Islanders because they need more D. Maybe some injuries there. Uh, Senators get 2022 seventh round pick for Brayton Coburn. Who is uh, on defense for Ottawa since it seems like they traded all six defensemen in the last week? Bill may be playing D for them for a sixth. Well, I think I am. Um, Brandstrom had been even demoted again for a while, but I guess they have him back up. Not that I would know from my fantasy team, but I think he's actually playing again. That's true. That might be good news for you, Bill. Brandstrom might be full-time now since they traded uh, two, three defensemen. Yeah, big for that second-week playoff push in Yas too. Try to get get another top pick, Bill. Absolutely. All right. Bruins get... Forward, Taylor Hall, and forward, Curtis Lazar for Anders Bjork and a 2020 round second round pick bill. Is this enough? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Was, you know, the, was it when you overbid or whatever on the price is right? Yeah. yeah, That's the horn noise. That's, that's, that's my reaction. Okay. Uh, Alexan, what do you think? What do you mean? The bill or the, the Sabres? overbid or got underpaid for uh I don't know. it was just the sound he was going for i think yeah uh, mm-hmm. not the yeah not the meaning well, of the I, sound. i'd say this trade is like the equivalent of the one person on the prices right that just says a dollar and ruins everyone else's day. <laughs> that's a good it's a good analogy okay we don't need to dwell too long on that penguins get jeff kata for a conditional 20 second 2022 third round pick and a conditional 2023 fourth round pick. Who knows if there's going to be sports in 2023, Bill? Yeah, it's, uh, I hate the Penguins. Cool. Alexan. I feel like Jeff Carter has been in the league like forever. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, it'll be, it's a deaf ad there for the Penguins run. So I, I don't know. I don't, I don't hate it. It's the classic move that he'll score the first goal in the playoffs for the Penguins. You just know yeah, it'll happen. Yeah, will score some oh, random absolutely. goals. It'll be important. Yep. All right. Blackhawks get Adam Gaudet from the Canucks for Matthew Highmore. Bill. 
high more. That's what, you know, the people that smoke, it's what they want to do. They want to get high in, more. In Vancouver, nonetheless. Yeah, there you go. Alexan? Adam Gaudet, used used to be a thing, right? He used to be a thing. Is he was he on the COVID list or no? I forgot to look at that. If he if he was, you know, off of it and able to be traded, or if he was still on it and traded. But I'm assuming he was off. Yeah, I, I don't know. You trade someone on the COVID list. Um, well, it could be an interesting tactic by NHL GMs if they trade COVID infected players to other teams in an effect to infect the other team. You know, if it's like a rivalry thing, that could be interesting. You know, and then like infect other teams and bring down their performance. Could be scandalous. Trojan horse thing. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. That's a weird one for Bill. I love it. Let's move on to uh, the lightning get Frederick Claussen. The sharks get something named G Mangus Krona. Claussen's good pickles. I love pickles. (laughs) G Magnus Krona, Alexan. Yeah, I looked it up because sharks was asking what's a Magnus Krona earlier. Yeah, what uh, is it? And apparently he played for the University of Denver. So he's an NCAA guy, Perry. Hmm. I should know then. Well, that's probably why he asked if I knew. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Oilers get Dmitry Kulikov. Devils get conditional 22nd round fourth, 2022 fourth round pick, Alexan. Uh, I, just, I just laugh anytime there's an Oilers Devils trade ever since the Hall. Larson trade. So right. yeah. Kulikov for, you know, we'll figure it out later. Golden Knights get Matthias uh, Janmark, Nick DeSimone, a 2022 fifth round pick from Chicago. Blackhawks get 2021 second round pick from Vegas, 2022 third round pick from Vegas. Sharks get 2022 fifth round pick from Buffalo. From, oh, oh, a Buffalo's pick. They're not involved in this trade, thank God. All right. <laughs> Make anything of this, Bill. Jan Mark's a pretty productive winger, especially EHA. I don't know who owns him. He was on the Capitals in the EHA last year, and and uh, was a, he was a star last year in real life, and now he's what? Now we went from where Chicago to mm-hmm. Vegas. Yeah, he's he's wanted. That's good. Uh, Alexa, any thoughts there? Uh, Nick D. Simone uh, went to Union. Oh, that's right. I knew that sounded familiar. That's a good that's a good tidbit. I loved it. All right. Avalanche get Carl Soderberg. Hawks get Josh Dicker Dick Inson and Ryder Rolston. Hmm. Another big move for the EHA Capitals, Soderberg in the skater spot for the Capitals. Soderberg uh, recent acquisition has done okay off the bench for the Capitals and now is eager to perform well in Colorado in that Yoss 2 playoff push for Washington. Alexan? Uh, it's interesting to see Soderbergh going back to Colorado after being away for, like, I think only two years. Oh, that's this right. is true. Interesting. Yeah, good point. All right. Sam Bennett and a 2022 six-round pick goes to the Florida Panthers who are buying. Flames get 2022 second-round pick and Emil Heineman. Alexan, anything there? Uh, I did not know who Emil Heineman is, and I know I Sam Bennett, you know, was kind of a disappointment for the Flames. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully the sunshine helps him out. 
I mean, it helped uh, my guy. He obviously wasn't bad, but. Uh... Yeah, your forward guy. Yeah, who am I, who am I even talking about? Carver Hagee. Thank you, Perry, and the internet. Yeah, it helped him. Maybe it'll help uh, Bennett here. That's what, that's what we can only hope. Bill? Whenever I hear Bennett, I think of the movie Commando and, uh, and Schwarzenegger going, let off some steam, Bennett. And that's about all I remember. That's actually one of the really great, good. One of the greatest movies ever made. That's actually a really good point, Bill. Uh, Canadians get Eric Gustafson from the Flyers for a 2022 seventh round pick. Bill? Uh, might as well just called up a guy from the minors. I agree. Alexin? Kind of the same. We all agree. Awesome. Maple Leafs get Ben Hutton, defenseman. Ducks get 2022 fifth round pick. Same thing? Any relation to Carter Hutton? Don't think so. Alexa. Okay. Don't believe so. All right. Predators get Der- defenseman Eric Goodbranson. Senators get defenseman Brandon Fortunato and a 2023 seventh round pick. Alexan. Again, this is, I don't know, maybe good for Bill because it's another starting defenseman from the Senators leaving. Uh, Goodbranson's actually on my team. There you go. He, uh, he's pretty good at blocking and hitting. He doesn't really do points. So he's he's all grit. <laughs> That's a Bill kind of player. Yep. Ottawa was pretty Fortunato to get Fortunato in this trade. Beautiful. Sharks get Alexander Barbanov. Maple Leafs get Anti Samella. Bill. Former Capitals minor leaguer Suamella. Um, all I can say is close shave America, close shave Barbashev. Alexan. That was perfect. Perfect. Ducks get Hayden Flurry to surprise the slack. Hurricanes get <laughs> yeah. Yanni Hakampa in a 2022 six round pick bill. I dropped my phone when Sharks put that in the slack. I was like, oh my God, what has just happened? <laughs> when why are the Ducks getting Marc Andre Flurry? And that's not what <laughs> happened. Yeah, he scared everyone. Yeah. Alexan. Yeah, unfortunately, I looked at Trade Tracker before I went back to Slack, so I knew it was Hayden, but I was laughing that, you know, some thought it was Mark Andre. <laughs> Bill, Capitals receive Michael Roffle. Flyers get 2021 fifth-round pick, a Vegas pick. Yeah, it's a Roffle pick. Alexan. Uh, another one of my players getting traded here. Uh Hopefully he can help Bill's in real life team. He didn't help me last week because I had him on my bench. All right, Alex and the Jets get Jordy Ben. That's not the one maybe they think they were getting. Canucks get 2020 run sixth round pick. Are we but sure the, they think they know the they're getting Jordy Ben? The wrong J Ben. Yeah. J period Ben. Oh shoot, wrong one. Yeah. Could be. Which will still never live down the infamy of the Shreshnikov and the HA situation. <laughs> Someone has to do a uh, full review. Yeah, it's like a 30 that. for 30 there. It is a yeah. 30 for 30. Yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Canucks get, I didn't know he was still in the league, defenseman Madison Bowie. 
and a 2021 fifth round oh. pick. Blackhawks get 2021 fourth round pick. Bill. Bowie, a former cap. I remember him from the Hershey days. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know he was in the league either. Bowie, I apologize. Alexan? Well, he was worth uh, bouncing up one round for the Blackhawks, so he's worth something. And our final trade of the trade deadline weekend of sorts. Capitals receive Anthony Mantha. Red Wings receive uh, Jacob Vrana. Richard Panic, 2021, first round pick. 2022, second round pick. Bill. Great return for in real life Detroit. You like all those pieces. Well, uh, um, I like it for the Capitals in real life and that I think it was LeBron that had basically said it's kind of two trades. They're, they needed to get rid of Ponick, who, who they had just jettisoned to the taxi squad. So they're really giving a pick to Detroit for them to take Ponick's salary. And then mm-hmm. it's Monta for Vrana and uh, a pick, which, you know, if you're the Caps, I guess it's a good upgrade. I know that Laviolette had soured on Vrana. Vrana is actually, there was a stat, I think, Lowest time on ice of any player with at least 20 or 25 points or something like that. Cause he was only getting like nine or nine minutes a game. Cause they were just throwing him out there and he was still scoring. Cause he was that good offensively. He was just not good defensively. So it will be fascinating to see, but if you're Detroit and you get rid of an asset, that's I think a pretty good return. If you're Detroit. Alexa, anything to add to that? That was pretty much. Yeah, no, I think, uh, I think Mantha's a good ad for the caps. I think uh, if he, gets paired with one of their top centers i think he could do some real damage for them um you know it's unfortunate detroit's trying to build up and they traded away a young guy but uh they've got a pretty decent return for him coming back so maybe it'll work out yeah those are some interesting trades nothing there's i mean no real i mean there's a few blockbusters i guess but they weren't for anyone that's actually playing particularly well, right? Like it's some guys moving because it wasn't working where they are not necessarily because someone's trying to add as much, right? That's what it feels like to me, a lot of these trades. I will say too, like there was, I guess, rumors that like they crack and line was debating about moving line a, which I thought was, oh, fasc- I thought that was fascinating to see. Yeah. And that would have really been something that would have been Taylor Hall times two there in terms of, yeah, no, we're going to trade him after we just got him. Lexan, you thoughts on that? Just kind of like there wasn't, there's some good players, but it wasn't like anyone being traded as an absolute stud to a, a team that's trying to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, there was really nothing like that. And there's no real, I guess, storylines of, you know, like some veterans other than maybe Nick Felino, you know, right. Uh, getting put onto a cup contender. Uh, no real moves like that. I'm still pretty disappointed in the return for Taylor Hall. But, yeah. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll get over it eventually. Don't blame you. Yeah, we got some uh, playoff hockey. These, these, all these matchups look pretty fun. Which, which is your, which is your guys' matchup of the week before we get out of here? In just the, the, the Coupal Cup. Speaking of, not the <laughs> us other folks. I think for me, the one I'm really keeping an eye on is Canucks and Jets. I think that's going to be a real, you know, barn burner between those two. Um, And then obviously for a personal detail, I'm keeping pretty close eye on the Ducks-Penguins series. Good, good, good. Yeah. 
Good grudge match there. Which at the time of recording is already 12 and a half points for the Ducks because he's gotten a goal from Suzuki and a goal from Brady Kachuk and an assist from Shabbat already. <laughs> that's pretty nutty. All right, that's, that's something to watch, obviously. Every uh, point lead helps in the long run here. But we're looking, for, looking at what? 170 at least points to win? Is that, that what we're looking at here second round? Is that what we're feeling? That's probably safe. I think 170 would be a safe number because I think uh... – the four winners last week were, yeah, somewhere in that range. A lot of games being played, a lot of points to be had. Uh, final thoughts before we get out of here. Lex, thanks for coming on the pod again uh, and talking some fancy hockey with us. Uh, even though, you know, I told you, I didn't have a lineup to set, so I had some free time uh, <laughs> before the game started at 7. So All happy right, to we'll, be on with you guys. We'll, we'll get to those games uh, very soon. Bill, final thoughts here? We got eight teams left in the playoffs, the actual offs, and uh, seems like it could be anybody's game. Although obviously the, the Blackhawks are still the favorite. Well, yeah, and things will just literally uh, flip flop back and forth because Kevin Lankinen's already given up a goal, so Anaheim's already down to ten points. So just watch your matchups accordingly. Grab the popcorn and enjoy it. All right, that'll do it for us, Empire Hockey Pod. We will see you next week when we're down to four. Uh, Telling times in the Empire. See you later, everybody.